Good morning, I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Town. Today, my guest is Misty Zillinger. She is the Events and Marketing Manager at the Astoria Downtown Historic District Association, a marvelous organization, and you can be a member, whether you are a merchant, uh, whatever you're doing, you can be a member if you are part of that community, the Astoria community, and beyond, actually, even. Um, there are many things we'll be talking about today, uh, ongoing until December 10th, the shop plaid, shop local. There's the, uh, the general meeting is happening this Friday at 8.30. There's a holiday bazaar on Saturday at the Liberty. And then the big, big, exciting brand new event, Friday, December 9th, is the Bootleggers Ball at the Liberty Theater on the anniversary of the fire. So we're going to be hearing about the organization itself, how it's grown, changed, adapted, since the pandemic and all of these marvelous events coming up. So good morning, Misty. Good morning. Thank, Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Before we jump into all the exciting things happening with Astoria downtown, please tell the listening audience a bit about yourself. Well, um, I am from Colorado originally. I moved to Oregon in 1995 to go to college lived in Portland for quite some time and then um, decided I wanted to get back into a small town for my, I have two sons and I wanted them to experience a small town and a smaller community. So I moved here um, in 2012. So I've been here 10 years and uh, originally was um, working in the service industry, did a lot of uh, serving and bartending and um, and then uh, got this position with the downtown association after uh, on my, during my spare time, I would do a lot of holiday bazaars or handmade bazaars and things because I sew and craft and wanted to create a, a space for folks to get together and sell their wares. So I was excited when this position became available because I had already sort of been doing events in the community of my own free will. So this was exciting to get paid to do it. Well, we're so fortunate because there is a marvelous staff now and how ADHD has grown. So for listeners who aren't familiar with Astoria Downtown Historic District Association, which is a mouthful, we could also say ADHDA or Astoria Downtown. Um, tell us about the organization, please. Well, it started in 1982, so it's been going for 40 years. Um, we are a nonprofit, and our mission is to preserve and advance historic downtown Astoria's culture and character through inspired partnerships and community engagement to support a vibrant and resilient economic future for all Astorians. Um, and we do that with the help of the National Main Street and Oregon Main Street programs. So we have um, a 12 board members. And then currently we have three staff members. That's myself. Um, Jessamine West is our executive director and Shelby Myers is our um, 
Sunday Market Manager, and she does arts and culture. And the things you manage, people may not realize. Could you tell us what what you're uh, what you all are working on at all times? Well, we have with the Main Street organizations, we have committees. Um, there are four committees. One is the Promo Committee, Promotions Committee, which I'm on, and so. We do a lot of the events downtown, like, for example, the downtown holiday lighting, which we just did, shop plaid. Um, we take care of, we, we started a new event a couple years ago called Astorious Day to sort of get locals to come out and support the downtown and support um, shopping in our, our district. So we have sort of a fun day um, in July for the community to come out and support downtown. So Jane Barnes Brew Cup is a big event that we do. Then with um, business development, which is another one of our committees, that's where we sort of welcome all of the new businesses into the community and help answer questions as far as becoming a business owner and how to thrive and succeed in the community. We have a design committee that um, deals with all aspects of like banners or any kind of um, um, promotions or marketing for the whole downtown area. And then we have org, which is just an organizing um, different, different things that we can do to engage the, the community. There's a lot going on and it couldn't happen without volunteers. Oh, correct. Yes. We, yeah. um, we survive mostly with the help of volunteers. Um, it's, it's how we can get anything done pretty much. Um, we have, uh, we do a Love Your Streets event. That's with, um, uh, I believe that's with org and we um, go downtown and clean up all of the planters and and that is all volunteer run. And so we wouldn't be able to keep the downtown clean and beautiful if it weren't for the help of volunteers. And the Downtown Association is also funded by grants and by memberships. Correct. We just, October was our membership um, month. And so we doubled the membership that we had before uh, October, which is great, but we're always looking for more members. You don't need to be a business owner to be a member. You can just be um, a residential membership and it's just a mere $18.11 to do it. And then you can be a part of this organization and sort of have a voice in the events that we do and what, what we do to engage and keep it thriving and awesome. I have loved being part of ADHDA. These are the, the, the exciting, fun, happening kind of folks who are really engaged with maintaining and preserving Astoria's unique singular culture. Um, so it's a vibrant organization and you have general meetings which are open to the public and those are the first Fridays of each month. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that because one is upcoming in fact tomorrow. Yeah, um, they happen in the McTavish room generally uh, in the Liberty theater. This one tomorrow is going to be the last one in McTavish because they're doing some um, construction, but it'll still be in the Liberty Theater. 
but it's an opportunity for uh, everyone to get together and sort of connect and discuss what's going on, some issues or concerns that they have within the community and to network, which I think is really important. I think that there's can sometimes be a communication breakdown. And so this is a really helpful tool for us to get information to the businesses and vice versa. Well, the pandemic certainly has changed things. We were talking about that. That's created a unique challenge for the downtown businesses in terms of finding staff and 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 you know being open and and uh, um, I'm was really happy to hear you say before we went on air that your perception of the downtown is that it is vibrant and thriving and that uh, there are a lot of young people moving in and and businesses opening. So just what's your perspective on that? I noticed there's a lot of young entrepreneurs who are starting businesses and um, really interesting and creative and uh, thoughtful additions to the community. Um, uh, so I, I love I love being able to walk downtown and see all of these new um, new new shops opening up we have a new record store in town which is great we have we have so many amazing food pods that are um food carts that are coming in and the pods that are happening i think that there's uh despite the pandemic i think that astoria has an amazing ability to persevere and continue to support its community Yes, I think of Estoria in my family, we used to, my great grandmother we used to say she has no gibbity uppity. And Astoria has no gibbity uppity. Yeah. It, it continues. And even that's well, the bootleggers ball. We'll talk about that. But yes, Astoria rises and rises and rises. Um, and uh, I, I think also you mentioned that now the downtown association and, and the merchants are really putting a, a, a major focus on engaging the local community, the locals to, to shop and be part of downtown because many times we do reach out to the outside world. We reach out to, you know, for tourism and all of that. And, but it's a balance. You, you must take care of your local people first. It's true. It's true because, I mean, we are the ones who are going to be serving the tourists. We are the ones who are going to be cleaning the hotel rooms and all of that. So if we're not cared for, if we if we don't have housing, if we don't have all the things that we need, then we can't be of service to tourists. So I think that our community is is being as mindful as it can be during this very difficult time of trying to be supportive of what we have here. And I love that it's about it's a challenging uh, line to walk you know it's a fine line you you and uh and so some of the things that will draw the community downtown um are things like the shop local shop plaid and for somebody who doesn't know what that means you want to just touch on what that means and then we'll kind of move to the holiday bazaar oh sure um it I believe it started in California and it's really been a project that Becky Johnson, who owns Vintage Hardware, has really spearheaded that the community um, embraced. And it's basically, uh, it replaces like Black Friday or big box shopping and it is encouraging folks to shop local and shop small. And so we have incentives with a shop local shop plaid punch card 
we have over 30 participating businesses. So if you go in and you make a purchase, you get a punch card, uh, you get a punch on your punch card. Three punches will get you a free shop plaid tote. Five punches enters you into a raffle, which is a $10 gift certificate from all the participating businesses. So it's a pretty substantial haul. And then on the back of your shop plaid card, you can vote for your top three favorite holiday window displays downtown. And we're doing a drawing at the Liberty Theater on December 10th with Santa for the winner of that, which is a gift certificate for the co-op. So it's kind of exciting. That's very exciting. And the shop plaid is going on until December 10th. This is the 1st of December. So, so you all have time to go downtown and get your shop plaid card and yep. participate that way. And then this Saturday, December 3rd, from 1 to 6 p.m., there's the Holiday Bazaar presented by Astoria Sunday Market, and that is at the Liberty Theater. Tell us a little bit about that, please. Correct. We um, organized a Holiday Bazaar, and we're lucky enough to be able to host it at the Liberty Theater. So it's um, a fair amount of vendors from the Sunday Market, and then... Um, a selection of uh, local uh, makers and artists as well. So it should be, it's the first one that we've done at the Liberty and it's very exciting. Um, we'll have Santa there from one to three. So folks can bring their kids down and enjoy that. We'll have some music. It should be a lot of fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. And that's, you know, and, uh... And Saturday is also, well, let's see, we'll, we'll move on to the second Saturday later, but we want to talk about the bootlegger ball. But for those who have just tuned in, you are listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn. Today, my guest is Misty Zillinger. She is the events and marketing manager for the Astoria Downtown Historic District Association, a marvelous organization you can be part of. Um, and the the cost for membership, if you're not a business, again, $18.11, which is $18.11, the founding of Astoria, um, makes it very affordable. Um, so the big exciting thing that you're really um, engaged with and, and is happening on Friday, December 9th, is this brand new event, the Bootleggers Ball, which is a fundraiser for uh, for the Downtown Association and is happening at the Liberty. And tell us about the Bootleggers Ball on Friday, December 9th. Well, it is a commemoration of the 100 year anniversary of the uh, 1922 fire that took burnt a good chunk of downtown Astoria. I believe it was 18 blocks that it uh, burnt. So I, um, had previously been working for the uh, Historic Society, the Heritage Museum specifically, and had done a little bit of work on the fire exhibit and was inspired by the community's um, ability to rebuild and to band together. And it <clears throat> reminded me a lot of the pandemic. So um, this event is, uh, uh, a showcase of Pacific Northwest distillers. We have three different distillers. Um, we have Pilot House Distilling, who actually gave me the idea for this bootleggers ball. So a shout out to them. 
Drugs Vodka and Aria Jen will be our, um, our distillers for the evening. We have Marco Davis as our MC for the night. Um, oh, that is so exciting. Marco makes everything so much fun and we really need more fun right now. Really important. Yeah. Um, we have a non-alcoholic drink option from We Got Juice, which is very exciting. We'll have a food cart, which is Surf to Soul. Um, Gaikano's Deli is providing um, uh, our snacks for our VIP section. Um, the cost to get in is $22 for just general admission or $222 if you want a VIP seat. Um, and you get a, a swag bag and a, it's, it's, it's worth it. Um, we are partnering with the Lower Columbia Preservation Society and Clatsop County Historical Society to bring some history panels into the event. We're doing also a pop-up art gallery and we have um, over 20 different artists, local artists who are gonna be showing their pieces. Um, and that gallery has been curated by Matt Palmgren. Um, we are lucky enough to have Rich Small to come in and teach three 45-minute dance lessons before we have um, DJ dancing by Rusty Gingivitis from 9 through 11. Um, we'll have a special movie by um, Mike Long from uh, Tiny Anthem. Our musical performers will be Burnt Down and Idana. And then we'll have a performance by Triple Moon Belly Dance and a costume contest because it's 20s themed. So make sure you dress up and come and have fun. So you can buy your tickets through the Liberty Theater. Correct. And their, it's a, go ahead. Through their website, correct. Yes. Okay. Through the Liberty Theater. It's um, the Bootleggers Ball. Maybe some folks don't know uh, who are listening may not be familiar with the tomb Bootleggers. Do you want to just talk about that? Yeah, it's just a, a play on prohibition and folks who were uh, illegally making um, spirits, and so they would uh, they would hide their um, flasks or whatever in their boots. Um, so what my uh, we're turning the liberty into three different speakeasies throughout the building. So um, it's. Uh, uh, tipping our hat to prohibition and um, the ingenuity of those folks and the ingenuity of folks in Astoria, the perseverance of um, the community and the uh, desire to rebuild uh, is the same as I think a lot of the um, distillers in the past who dealt with a lot of uh, having their stills destroyed and so they'd have to start all over again so yeah it's 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 a fundraiser because really but, but it's again it's this first time it's ever happened the bootleggers ball at the liberty on friday december 9th it sounds like a absolutely fantastic event and i would encourage everyone to get your tickets now um and you haven't been able to do brew cup because of pandemic i mean so you know this is a it's a celebration for the community again and it's a you know, it's almost like a reckoning with the fire, you know? Exactly, yes. Um, it's a celebration for the community because I think we need it. I think we've sort of kind of 
um, been trudging along through the pandemic. And um, I think we need a reason to embrace each other. It's sort of a call in for everyone too. I think there's been a lot of grief in the community and in the world as a whole. And so I just wanted to highlight um, just the overall spirit of this community, which is quite beautiful. Indeed it is. And did you in your research learn much uh, that you didn't know maybe about the fire, some new things? I mean, and I have to also say a shout out to the Heritage Museum. It is one of the underappreciated museums in Astoria and it is, I think, a fabulous museum. Oh, agreed. Um, I did learn a few new things. I, in working with the Heritage Museum, um, I learned some interesting, I don't wanna spoiler alert for folks because we do have this really great thoughtful movie that we have compiled to show for the bootleggers. But um, amazingly enough, there were uh, no deaths that they know of related to the fire. There was um, a heart attack, but I think that is an amazing story that so much destruction happened and, but there was so much care and people just, banded together and unified in a really special way. And so um, it saved, it saved humans and, um, and, and it inspired them to rebuild, which is amazing. And um, the bootleggers ball is happening on the 9th and on Saturday, December 10th from uh, 12 to eight is the second Saturday art walk. And the second Saturday art walk takes place every month. And we are so fortunate, so many galleries, marvelous galleries. It's true. It's true. We are lucky. We have an amazing art uh, community here in Astoria, and it's so well embraced. Um, what do you think are the challenges right now for the Downtown Association? Do you need more volunteers? Well, most organizations can always use more volunteers. I would think. So So, what are the kind of hopeful things you're seeing and what are some of the challenges that are happening with the organization right now? We definitely need more volunteers. Please volunteer. Um, we need all the help that we can get. We are always looking for new members. Um, I think some of the current challenges because the the organization um, took over the Astoria Sunday Market so dealing with sort of the growing pains of having the market, which is an amazing um, addition to this community and bridging a gap that may have developed between the brick and mortar businesses versus our Sunday market um, small businesses. So creating a community and, and kind of shifting perceptions of, of both so that there is space downtown for everyone who wants to participate. And is there, I mean, you know, parking has come up again and again, and every small town is having to deal with, you know, traffic and parking. And I just heard that um, some small communities uh, received some funding to uh, maybe create some sort of a uh, situation where people park their cars away from the downtown, then ride a bus. I, it's the coast in particular, I mean, Astoria, there's a lot of, um, you know, population pressure. So how 
how does that topic just continue to come up and then it's, it's just it's a it's a challenging issue it is a challenging issue and we we're doing our best to address it we have a community outreach officer who is um addressing some parking uh, uh abuses and and so it's just going to take time and and, and it's really fortunate that that story is, I mean, if, especially if you're talking about the community, serving the community, that it is a walkable town. And I mean, that's, I think that's huge. It is huge. Um, I walk everywhere right now. So I, and even when I did drive, I didn't experience a whole lot of parking um, issues, especially coming from Portland, where there are parking issues. I think that, um, it would be great if we could figure out some sort of parking space for downtown workers uh, so that they have a safe place to park um, and and then keep ticketing and allowing um, businesses to have the the fronts of their uh, streets available for shoppers to park. Mm. Um, I also want to mention that I think your website, you have made a lot of changes to that website. It's really great. It's very informative. So I encourage people to go to the website, which is astoriadowntown.com. That'll tell you about the bootleggers ball. It'll tell you about all the events. It'll tell you about the, the organization itself, the committees. Um, you can show up tomorrow morning at 830 at the Liberty Theater, the McCavish Room for the general meeting. It's always so much fun. You learn something all the time. This is a, an organization of, of really vibrant, fun people um, who care about you know sense of place and in this community we only have a few minutes left is there anything else misty that you we haven't talked about or that you would like to let the listening audience know about oh i want to share about some successes with the sunday market if i might please um over the year for 2022 uh the vendors for the sunday market brought in 1.5 million dollars into our local economy um, we, we had 240 small businesses vend within the Astoria Sunday Market. And we uh, gave out $11,000 in SNAP and Double Up food bucks. So, and th that's really important because it provides fresh food and vegetables to the community and also is paying the farmers directly. So it's an amazing program that I'm so proud of that we've gotten going. And I hope that it can only keep growing and thriving. That's great. Thank you for that. Because, uh, yeah, uh, uh, farmers and, I mean, we're so fortunate on the coast, obviously things can grow uh, a lot of the year that they, you know, can't in other places. But, you know, food and, and art and culture and music, I mean, all of it we need for our spirits, you know, and um, to, to help us uh, live a life that is rich in meaning. So thank you so much, Misty, for everything you're doing with, with the Downtown Association. And I encourage all of you, go to visit astoriadowntown.com, support local uh, Astoria and, and surrounding areas, and, uh, and think about becoming a member because it's a worthy, worthy organization. So thank you so much, Misty. And thank you, Nevada, for once again um, being the engineer who takes care of all of this technology making this show possible via Zoom. Um, my gratitude to also to local talented banjo instructor Michael Brun 
for his original theme music for this program. Until next month, and next month it will be January, the first Thursday in January. Uh, this program is now monthly, 9 a.m., the first Thursday of each month. And so um, until then, I hope all of you remember to each day, actually, take a very deep healing breath. And why don't we just take a moment and do that right now? So important to pause, to give the body, the mind, and the spirit respite from all of the cacophony around us and take that deep breath. And then with gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be those things that are not going well, but when you can focus on the things that are with gratitude and then give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you, for doing the best you can. We all are until we don't matter. On this amazing planet Earth, 